welcome to X-Rated Movies. I'm Matt Fisher. I'm Ryan Whedon. This is a podcast by two guys who used to date and now they don't. Now we just talk about movies. Like we did for a whole hour before hitting record. How does that happen? It, I mean, it wasn't an accident. It's not like we <laughs> talked about today's movie for an hour and then we're like, oh shit, we forgot to hit record. <laughs> it was like we were sitting here talking about like other movies that we'd seen, like movies that I saw last week, movies that Ryan saw over the weekend... I feel like that used to be on the pod. Somehow that's now become cutting room floor. Well, I think we'd like to give the listener like a little non-movie action. Okay, yeah. People aren't quite as committed as we are potentially. Yeah, they need the pinky finger and then uh, work your way up. And... <laughs> what? Wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> I, I Let's thought... try that again. <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn wow. it. This is what happens when... <laughs> wow. This is what happens. You know, I had opening banter, but I just I can't even now. <laughs> I was going to talk about like smog or like the weather. <laughs> God, it's, it's toilets all over again. <laughs> don't let me, don't ever let me steer opening banter. God. <gasps> like Jackie Chan driving a car over a cliff through a shanty town. <laughs> we are. Destined for something different today. <laughs> anyway, smog. Yeah. Oh gosh, breathing has been hard this week. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm kind of sick of it. Yeah. It's it's weird. So this is the the week that like, I don't want to say the smog ended. Like we still have the smog, but like the weather's cooled down. We got some rain. You know, it feels like we're getting past it. But at the same time, like, it still kind of feels gross out. My chest still hurts. I really feel like we should do something to not have the world be on fire. I know, right? I, for one, am championing the Republican strategy of we should just cut down all the trees. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there will be no more forest fires. I mean, that's a great idea. It feels like when I was a smoker, you know? Like, my chest hurts. I'm coughing up shit. Like, it's just nasty. Smoking's bad, everyone. I don't know. I, th I think we covered this on the Wild at Heart episode, but when you're forced to smoke like this, I think there was an article floating around that's like living in Seattle today is like smoking seven cigarettes or something like that. Yeah, I saw like, something like that. Yuck. Which it was hurts. really disheartening. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's like we have a smoke ban in bars and the idea that really the bar would be a healthier alternative to going outside. Yeah is a, a little upsetting to me. My weather point, though, is that I feel like if we had one day of cool weather mm -hmm. and all the spiders came out. Ugh, I can see one at your window right there. Uh, yeah, that's definitely the one that keeps me up at night. Um, <laughs> it's the size of a dime, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, no, I just feel like I've seen spider webs everywhere now i mean august is spider month in seattle when um, I, when I is it i remember growing up i felt like october was decidedly spider month because i remember mm. like the weather would cool down in early october and it was like oh we're gearing up for halloween that's why all the spiders are coming out mm -hmm. uh so yeah i remember this july august is kind of spider time those giant house spiders that we have here mm. that, you know are the size like of the wood spiders yeah I don't, what, what what size is that would you say um, well, if we're putting in coinage, that's at least a silver dollar. Yeah. Bigger than that. That's like a, a ducat. 
maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Those come out in this month. I always feel like bugs are like a country problem. Like, we don't have mosquitoes here in the big city. It's because we have so many spiders. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, probably. They knock it all out they're at the end it, of summer. and uh, They're a check and balance on our bug population. Yeah. Are you afraid of spiders? Do you have arachnophobia? <sighs> Uh, a little bit like I have an instinctual arachnophobia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they just look creepy. Yeah, creepy looking. Uh, I cannot say the same for bees. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say beads? <laughs> beads? Job's not on board. Beads. <laughs> look who's got the most honey. <laughs> transition drop in a while so <laughs> gmat <laughs> bees remind me about being a police officer <laughs> funny you should mention that ryan as today's movie is 1985's police story oh, thank god <laughs> i feel like we're in safe territory again this is uh Starring and at least co-directed by Jackie Chan. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's his favorite of his own movies. And I chose this one because I wanted to focus on stunt work. Like we did sort of practical effects in Hard Boiled and we did CG effects in Dread. And now I'm looking at stunt work with with Police Story. Because really, if you admire stunt work as like a craft in film, and I mean, doing stunt work is hard... This movie's kind of a tour de force. Like, you can maybe say that either Buster Keaton or Jackass did it better, but, uh, you know, definitely the, the middle point would be Jackie Chan's police story. I will absolutely say that my favorite parts of this movie were the stuns. <laughs> I think if you didn't say that, there'd be something wrong with you. <laughs> like, if you said, mm, my favorite parts were Jackie Chan taking a shower, <laughs> I'd be like, eh. Getting another pie in the face. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we were really watching this movie with the same goal. <laughs> there was one point near the end where um, I think it was like the superintendent or whatever the main police guy was like, no funny business, no no craziness or something like that. I was like, no, that's all I want. <laughs> but I'm just going to come out of the gate and say that I did enjoy this. Okay. Um, despite the... Uh, talking points and we we've mentioned or i guess you've said it and i agreed the last uh, couple action movies is like nobody's really caring about what happens in the downtime this one isn't especially true <laughs> like oh really i felt like this one the talking sessions were better than hard boiled i liked the court scene i'll say that oh because like the tape that came on was sort of embarrassing to old jackie chan yeah and it was jackie pretty C. i mean we'll get to it I have, I have a lot of thoughts about the the court scene oh okay. um but uh in general, yeah, it was just like, get to the stunts, because that is, they're amazing. They're really great in this. Yeah. I try not to look up any trivia or, you know, behind the scenes information, but I really did want to know more about the stunts in this instance. So I actually did, like, look up information on the stunt work in this. Okay. Because I was watching it, and it's been many, many years since I'd seen this initially, and I couldn't remember a lot about like what I initially knew, so I was like, I gotta look this stuff up. 
Because I was like, how do they do this without getting hurt? Oh, they don't. Like, yeah. They actually just were like, okay, you're going to get really hurt in this scene. And action. They fall from, like, second story balconies onto their backs. Like, routinely in this movie. So, like, the big one for me that, like, really, like, inspired me to look up, like, the behind the scenes material was that it was in the early chase sequence the bus chase sequence oh, man. Okay. and i was like god how did jackie chan not to like how did he know not to move out of the way of that bus because it stops like right there yeah. and then all those people fall out and i'm like god how did they like that's like you know a double decker bus that they're falling out of the window of onto the Pavement. road. Yeah, there's there's no pads there. Yeah, so I'm like, God, how do they do that without getting hurt? Fun fact, they don't, because they were supposed to land on the car. Oh, no. But the brakes in those buses, I guess, aren't, like, super reliable. So it's like, they're like air compression brakes. So it's uh-huh. like sometimes you'll step on it and it won't stop quick enough. Uh, and there's, like, an outtake scene during, like, the end credits when, like, Jackie does, like, move out of the way because, right. like, the bus couldn't stop in time. Uh, but the other problem with that is, like, sometimes when you press on the brake, it just stops the bus all at once. Oh and so in that take, the bus just stopped all at once and the people careened out, like, a beat sooner than they were all intending. And, like, all those stunt people thought that, like, they had the car to land on, which ought- is not, like... <laughs> Super comfortable. I was gonna say, is that better? I bet. I guess there's shocks there at least. There, there's shocks. It's a little higher up, and there's a little give, I guess, with the car. Like yeah, the hood and stuff. Yeah, like the the roof of the car will cave when you land on it, unlike mm. the pavement that just is there. Because mm. the way that they hit the pavement, like their bodies just flail yeah. on the ground. I'm like, oh, that looks really painful. And it was like those people really got hurt in that stunt. There were, I mean, just before that, I'm just to rewind a minute. Like the scene that I mentioned in the intro where they're driving through a shanty town. I swear to God, somebody got ran over by a car. Like, I don't think they had the same sort of rules and regulations for stunt work that we, that Hollywood has Mm -hmm. and uh, 1980s Hong, Hong Kong films because like, that was dangerous. Yeah, it, there was some dangerous stuff going on there. Hey, <laughs> it didn't look like they just set up a shanty town. It looks like like oh, here's a shanty town that we can shoot this scene in. So you know, get your cars ready and let's just careen <laughs> through it. And it has it's the little details that set it apart because this scene was mimicked in one of the bad boy movies. I don't remember which one. I think Bad Boys Two. Okay, because they drive through a shanty town in that. But in this one, while they're driving through it, like the windshields break yeah and i'm like oh yeah you don't think about that in movies when they're like driving through shit but it's like it's not unbreakable glass or something like that are they even driving like i kind of got the impression a couple times where they just like pushed some cars over and like let them go i think like if you look closely like that is what happened like they just like put a brick on the gas and like let the cars go forward so you're just dodging like chaos elements if you're one of those people (laughs) in the shanty town Hopefully one of the extras, you know. Uh, hopefully it wasn't real citizens in a real shanty town. But <laughs> hey, we gave you twenty four hours notice, guys. <laughs> this was still when Hong Kong was owned by England. Yes, we determined this in a previous episode. Yes. So you know, I don't know who was 
financing this film, but you know, maybe it was the British government. They're like, just drive through it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I just want to say real fast, another great film distribution company logo at the beginning. Oh, of this did you one. like that one? God, we could just do a whole episode on film distribution logos because I think they're very exciting. Apparently, <laughs> anyway, say that for our live episode. Great. <laughs> going on <laughs> the stunts they kind of jackie chan has a has a really nice way of ramping up the stunts because i feel like as they go along they either get bigger and better or they get a little bit more colorful because mm-hmm. the car chase like him with like the umbrella like as his feet are like being dragged behind the bus like that's all well and good like the top-notch stunt work there yeah but the next piece of stunt work with like the the fake murderer in uh, Selena's apartment. Yeah, I feel like the stunt work got a little better in there, and like a little bit more comical, a little bit more flavorful, and like just each and everything that like went ahead got a little bigger and better. Like he had like a a, a narrative like through line with like the ideas stunts. for his stunts. Yeah, I really liked that. I don't know fake murder scene where the guy's wearing the mask and stuff because it was just at first i was like come on like you're not even trying to stab her Mm -hmm. and it's like oh no he wasn't trying to stab her he was really trying to miss her yeah at at first i was like oh man this just seems like it's super rehearsed like and he's like stabbing like the rehearsal spots and not like trying to stab for her because there's a lot of like kung fu films it's like when they kick like they're clearly kicking at like a target and not kicking at like the person yeah and it kind of felt like that but then like once the jig is up you're like oh no, he wasn't trying to. that apartment is so 80s by the way massively 80s apartment is it's my exact note amazing. on it <laughs> it's everything's pink there's like leather couches but it's like there's a wall of closets with, but, but like those slatted uh, door closets. It's like the the pink carpeted stairs, oh. like going like up and to the bathroom. I God, think it even. just reminds me of like my single aunt's apartment. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. No, I loved it. I would gladly live there. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I mean, I liked that sequence a lot. That was that was a lot of fun. When the murderer had like the mask on, he was kind of scary looking. Yeah, this movie does a weird trick where it's it it shifts wildly between tones like people die in that first shootout scene yeah and jackie gets angry and you think like oh this is going to be kind of like hard-boiled where he's like a a tough cop and he's got to figure it out and then no (laughs) then it sort of gets comical with the umbrella on the yeah uh, he steals an umbrella from like an old lady and goes chasing after the bus yeah and then it's i don't know it's just like it never it never strikes a consistent tone, but I'm kind of okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just along for the ride. I know it's sort of like trying to be funny, but it also has serious moments and then you know intense action sequences. I don't know. It's kind of all over the map, but I'm not mad at it. I mean, reason. overall, I would say this is action comedy. Like Jackie Chan's American work, like the, is action comedy too. It's like y- you can kind of see how like brett radner in like the rush hour movies like tried to like mine like the same type of comedy yeah that this movie has to greatly lesser effect and i mean all of jackie chan's american films i kind of feel suffer from this like it just i don't know never never solidified the same way as like when jackie was doing it himself mm-hmm. but yeah the the murderer jackie's cop friend mm-hmm disguised as like a murderer like yeah it seems like kind of hooky like oh yeah you're not doing a good job stabbing this person but 
uh, then it comes out and like, oh, he's not actually trying to stab this yeah. person. And this is like what six years after Halloween. Like it's definitely like mining the slasher movie mm. idea. I noticed a lot of he's got like the kitchen knife. Yeah, and, like and the, the the Mike Myers style mask. Yeah, like, I was I I noticed a lot of like references to American culture in this movie, which I thought was really interesting. Like, I guess Jackie was supposed to make an American movie before this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, but like him working with like American production companies, like did not pan out. Mm. So like, then he had to like go and make another Hong Kong movie. So maybe he had American cinema on the mind while making this one. Sure. There was that. And then there was also like the, the part where he steps in poo and he does the Michael Jackson moonwalk more like poon walk. Am I right? <laughs> Anyway, really, Poonwalk? That's I know, what you're going for. I know, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> quite work, but I'm I'm gonna stick with that. Him like tr- like after like the the faux murderer gets like knocked out with like a plant face. For some reason, like that whole sequence of like him trying to like pretend like the murderer is alive yeah. so that he can wrestle with it, it reminded me of something, but I couldn't put my finger on what. I was like, I feel like I've seen this gag before. Maybe it's just like an old vaudeville gag of like you trying to keep like a sleeping body, or maybe it was just weekend at Bernie's. I was gonna say maybe it's weekend, weekend at Bernie's is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, he's like biting the guy's mask and like moving his head and like propping him up, and it's like I like how uh, Selena is like <laughs> once she's out of harm's way, she's like. Here's a vase. Yeah, and, let's like, kill him. him. <laughs> uh, and then once he's like knocked out and like Jackie Chan can't even fake it anymore, she gets that like column. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. We, you know, he, he's knocked down. She's like, well, let's just make sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a lot of fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed the like next action sequence. I think it might even be my favorite one from this is like. Oh, as the one in like the parking lot? Yeah. Or the... With the cars. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's not even that fancy. Like, but there's, they're dodging cars that are crashing into each other. Like, he's jumping out of the way of them. They're knocking out windows left and right. There's car doors getting knocked off. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it felt really old fashioned good action. Like, my favorite, I mean, spoiler alert, my favorite stunt from maybe from this movie is one where, like, Jackie Chan's on the roof of one of the cars that have, like, crashed you know, front fender defender, and he jumps and double kicks somebody through the windshield of the car across from him. And it's just like, that looks so cool. And it's like, the camera doesn't move, so it's like, he actually jumps, like, you see the full jump from, like, the hood of one car through, like, the windshield of another. He's literally kicking somebody in there. And then he lands on the roof of the car, like, and then, like, gets up and starts moving again. No, there was a lot of good stuff. Like, you know, uh, someone, like, gets kicked in, like, the uh, open car door. Yeah. And, like, the car door breaks off. Yeah. And so much glass is broken, like, all through the movie. Like, that I is... I mean, the sugar glass part of this must have been, like, it must have taken forever. Fun fact, they uh, doubled the thickness of the sugar glass in this. Oh. Because they wanted to make it look more impactful when the glass broke. Mm. But, I guess, in doubling the thickness, it went from something like you could bite into it. It's like rock candy, basically. Yeah, but when you double it, it actually like becomes hard and painful. So it actually increased the number of injuries in this movie because they doubled the thickness of the sugar glass. Well, they also like quadrupled the amount of any sugar glass I've ever seen before. Yeah, there was so much glass breaking so in this movie. So much glass breaking. <laughs> but it looks great. It really does, and, and the, the the sort of parking lot whole sequence is a lot of fun. 
Like, because a lot of glass breaks, a lot of things are punched and kicked through windows. And then it's really fun right after when they're driving and his car's all shitty. (laughs) (laughs) That was like my main laugh out loud moment from this. This definitely takes place in a time when I feel like stunt cars must have just been a dime a dozen. Like, there was a period in time in Hollywood movies, or not Hollywood, I mean, this isn't a Hollywood movie, but like, you know, fairly big budget movies where like cars would just crash because they could like... You know, we've all seen Blues Brothers. Yeah. Like, there's like 40 cars that crash in that movie. And it's like, we have the shantytown crash sequence where, like, the cars are definitely getting beaten up when they're on the other side of that shantytown. Yeah. And then, like, in this, it's like several cars, like, very much crash into one another. Got all their windshields and, and, like, car doors broken off. Like, they get destroyed. And Jackie really leads by example. He's not choreographing these fight sequences and then, like, having someone stand in for him. He's like, you drive at me full speed and I will jump out of the way onto the car in the nick of time. That's one of his things, though, right? It's like he always does all his own stunts. I guess he did not do the motorcycle stunts because he couldn't drive a motorcycle. (laughs) But, yeah, like, all the other stunts were him. So that's that's pretty impressive. All right. I, I usually say this for the end, but... We'll do this in the middle of the podcast. Okay. Um, Jackie Chan, hit it or quit it. You know, there were moments. Yes, I would. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm I'm pro Jackie Chan, at least in this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I was introduced to Jackie Chan in the 90s. I want to say it was during, like, the Rush Hour media blitz, you know, through MTV, and they were just pushing this, like, I should already know who Jackie Chan was, and I was like, who is this guy? I don't know, mm-hmm. I think. But, like, I don't know, 85 Jackie Chan? Okay. Yeah, no, he's got kind of got like a Beatles haircut going on, and he just kind of seems kind of goofy and silly. Yeah. And I don't know. I could see coming home to that. Yeah, like, something. You know, in the Mary Fuck Kill scenario, it'd be it'd be tough between Mary and Fuck. <laughs> he's got a tight little body. He does have a tight little body. Yeah. 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 And he just seems generally kind of fun, fun yeah. and goofy. Yeah. I don't know what he's like in real life. He's probably a horrible taskmaster. <laughs> Probably like the the scene when like he like flips the pencil oh, like yeah. and grabs it like took like forty five takes or something like that. I mean, this is all very choreographed. Like there were there were some fight sequences. I noticed that there was a good you know you see a fight sequence with you know twelve moves or something these days, and it's like oh that seems pretty impressive. There were some in the shopping mall that were I think upwards of like thirty moves. I think I counted, and it was just like. In one single shot. Like, that is really complicated. It's also, like, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of musicals lately. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I just think, like, how do you even choreograph this? Like, how do you remember that it's, like, you know, heel, toe, you know, this, that, the you know, the other thing? Like, how do you remember all that? I said step, pause, turn, pause, pivot, step, step. Not step, pause, turn, pause, pivot, step, pause. Oh, shudder. When I'm thinking of the fighting stuff, like, how do you remember, like, duck, kick, punch, uppercut, like, yeah. it's all just in a-, a row, and then, like, you know, the other people have to remember how to react to it. It's a matter of, you know, when it comes to choreography, I think this is fight and dancing, you just do it over and over and over, and then eventually it just becomes muscle memory, and then <sighs> you just remember what comes next. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah. Especially in some of these sequences. They're intense. Uh, yeah. And, like, I mean, we were talking about, like, 
Gene Kelly and how like dancing is just, you know, ruining your body for a couple years for money. <laughs> and with this, I'm like, this is like the same thing, except like <laughs> what you're remembering is like how to get hurt right. Like yeah. it, it, it's ruining your body and getting pummeled. And that's sort of like when I talk about like Jackie Chan leading by example, it's like he has to have a desire to have these stunts in the movie. Yeah. Like if the movies weren't being made, I mean, I really don't think he'd be like choreographing these things. Otherwise he really has to have this desire for these stunts to look good in movies. Mm. And boy, that's a, that's, that's passion. Yeah. Get stunt people awards already. God. Cause do, they, do they even have like the stunties? Like when when were they getting their own award show? God, that sounds like people who didn't like grow tall enough in Hollywood or something. Mm, you're right, that's not great. Um Judy Garland gets every award. <laughs> Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney for the fifty sixth year in a row. Even though he's dead. <laughs> so she <laughs> Yes. God, what a boring award ceremony. <laughs> I guess they could give it to Liza Minnelli, too. She's pretty tiny. Oh, Did you see that a couple years ago when Ellen took that like photo, that selfie with like the you know, Oscar one? Yeah, yeah, with everybody and then like you took like there was somebody who took it from behind everything that was going on and Liza Minnelli's like trying her best to get into the p- oh, photo and she's no. like behind she couldn't quite get in. Oh, I mean she is like 5 foot 4. It's sad. We love you, Liza. Anytime you want to come on the podcast, <laughs> we haven't invited a celebrity on recently. I know. We used to invite Jessica Walter every episode. I know. I just don't understand why she won't respond. Jessica Walter or Liza Minnelli? Either. I mean, Liza Minnelli, and under- I'm understanding because we're just doing this now for the first time. But um, Jessica <laughs> Walter, you've had, you know, you've had anyone, a chance. If anyone was going to show up without an invite, I feel like it'd be Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Does somebody say my name? <laughs> come in with Cosmo mix and <laughs> I just I heard my name across the country and I had to come and <laughs> this isn't Carol Channing <laughs> look I told you I can do Sylvester Stallone and and uh Carl Urban <laughs> those are my two <laughs> I would love it if your Liza Minnelli impersonation was just sound just like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone <laughs> your, your your Liza Minnelli impersonation is I am the law <laughs> Cabaret. Life is a cabaret. <laughs> don't, don't tell mama what you saw. What are we talking about? I don't know. So I guess that brings us to the, the courtroom sequence. Well, before that, we've got the pie in the face. Do we want to talk about that at all? Uh, do we? <laughs> I was embarrassed for the movie at that point. Oh, really? I was just like, this is terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, it was terrible, but it just stru- struck me as like, sort of old vaudeville style slapstick which mm. i don't know i feel like the movie's sort of indebted to yeah i'm there is a natural uh jump from action to slapstick because it is just like moving your body well and... i mean especially in this because like all the stunts are a little comical like you know y- you you laugh i you laugh at them but you're not laughing because they're bad like you're laughing because it is kind of funny mm-hmm. you know when Jackie's like in his converse being like dragged behind a bus that he's like holding on to with an umbrella. Yeah. Like there's a there's a humor to that. 
It's so, humorous and also scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny combo. Or, I mean, just when the people fall out of the bus, like, you know, you're like, oh my God, oh, that looks like it hurts. <laughs> so, I don't know, there's, there is sort of a humorous nature to the pain yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Uh, or, the, I mean, just like the, the fake murderer part is also funny as well. So, I don't know, the slapsticky pie-in-the-face stuff kind of seemed like a natural extension of the movie. Okay. I hated it. <laughs> I mean, that courtroom scene, I really had to laugh at, too, because that... That but defense, that was also intentionally funny. It must, okay, good. It must have been because that lawyer was like, you saw this bus, right? Yes. Did you see the whole bus? Yes. He's like, liar. You saw <laughs> half of it. You could only see more than half of a bus at a time. It's like, if I was a juror at that point, I'd just be like, this, this lawyer is really dick. stretching. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I buy this shit. Also, his wig was busted. <laughs> I was also thinking about that because in Hard Boy, we we talked about how like Hong Kong was still under like you know British ownership at the time. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, in Hong Kong courtrooms, they wear these stupid British wigs. And the same thing with uh with Hard Boy, where they would bust into English. I object. So I thought that was kind of odd. But did you notice that like so the defense attorney's wig was terrible. The prosecutor's was a little better, and then the judge had the best wig. You think it's a class system of wigs? Yes, I think there's something going on. Like the the God, we should have had a drag queen come on and and <laughs> articulate this. I bet I bet there's a class system there too. Drag queens, please chime in on the wigs in this movie. Yeah, like if Jinx Monsoon's gonna be doing a show with like RuPaul, like do, does she have to like purposely make her wig a little worse? I mean, I would try and show up, RuPaul. You try and show up, Mama. Did I say that? <laughs> Wow, you get voted off right away. Our, po- our podcast She'd gets weed shut you down. Out. <laughs> anyway, remember when that uh, when uh, Selena jumped off the roof into the pool? <laughs> I feel like if she had not been thrown right, she would have just landed on pavement. I know and you could would d- have died, or at least like fractured most bones yeah her oh her coccyx would have been obliterated she was a good six stories up like that's a fucking yeah that was a fall that was a fall into a pool which would hurt like she landed on her back that's like a backflop so there's uh you can canoe at at Mm u-dub i don't don't know if you've ever taken advantage but on sr520 there was an on-ramp or off-ramp. I'm not sure which. I know what you're talking about. That's way high up there. Yeah, at and least if, 50 feet. If you can... Oh, more than that. Yeah. yeah. And if you canoe over there, like, you can, like, you know, sidle up on, on the sand there and then walk up the full, like, on-ramp or off-ramp or whatever it was designed to be. It's way the fuck up there. Did you jump? Have you done it? I have jumped, yes. Oh, my God. And... Did you fracture your coccyx? <laughs> Uh, no, I tightened my sphincter right as I hit the water, so my coccyx was fine. Oh, good. But, like, if your arms are out, it stings. Yeah. Like, it's a slap when you hit that water. Mm. Like, hitting the water from way high is kind of like, I, I mean, it's not like hitting solid ground, but, like, it. there's a it's little resistance. Soft. There's a little resistance there. Yeah. So, yeah, when she got tossed into the water from way on high i'm like that would still hurt like no matter how you sliced it Uh, i was wondering if maybe that well first of all 
is that her doing the stunts? Because there were some in the shopping mall later where it's definitely her falling into stuff. It looked like her. Like, I was watching it as she was falling. I was like, this is either a very convincing stunt double or it's actually her. Yeah, I think it kind of was. And none of the, the... I couldn't find anything on, like, the trivia that, like, said one way or the other. Okay. It looked like her. Let's go with that. But then also, I think that the outfit she was wearing was, maybe would have minimized because it was really billowy. I don't know if that's supposed to, like, slow her fall a little you bit. You think there was wind resistance in this? Maybe a tiny bit. Or, like, somehow spread out the slap. I don't know. But she was wearing a lot of billowy 80s clothing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't, like, unless she was wearing a parachute, I think that the impact would it have been the same like no It looks like she was wearing a parachute, just cinched in certain places. Uh, I think she, unless she was wearing a parachute for its intended purposes, it, <laughs> it would have hurt the same no matter what. Yeah, still. I mean, I gasped while watching that. <laughs> oh, yeah? I was just like, <gasps> no. <laughs> it's really intense and scary. Yeah. It looks like they're going to hit the pavement. it's not a big pool. It's, it's not, not like she was a... thrown to like an Olympic-sized pool. This is a tiny target. So like, it's like if she was pushed too far or too short, she would have just hit the ground. Yeah. That is easily some way you could have died. Yes. Like, 100%. It was a shocking stunt that I just don't think you could get away with these days like insurance companies would never insure that yeah maybe hong kong just doesn't have like uh actor insurance the way that the hollywood movies or do. at least they didn't in the 80s because that was that was capital d dangerous <laughs> yeah i mean they wouldn't even let uh carrie fisher act in movies so i don't know how they got away with uh like pushing an actress off a six-story building into like i don't know a six foot deep pool yeah i could have been deeper than that no mm. Anyway, that was a great stunt. I really liked that one, yeah, too. Yeah, it's like one of those pools of like, oh, I can't dive into this pool because it's too shallow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. like someone jumps from a six-story building it's into It's a the fucking lit. Motel 6, and <laughs> it's like six feet is the deepest it gets, and there's like no diving signs all around you. <laughs> and this person jumped from six stories up above it into it. It's intense. It was intense, yeah. And then I guess, I don't know, the last like big crazy stunt pieces are all in the mall. This is where the most glass breaks. So much glass. Uh, so there's sort of a, a, a MacGuffin in this. You know, there's a briefcase that has some intelligence in it that everyone needs to get. And in classic MacGuffin style, it doesn't really matter what's in it. It's just that everybody wants what's in it. And that's the important part. A, there's just some great fight sequences. And then a lot of glass breaking. So much glass breaking. I want to say there was one specific fight that Jackie Chan gets in where the f- punches sounded right. Uh, it's really easy to make punching sound like you add a lot of bass to it, and it mm-hmm. sounds like, I don't know, add that dash of Hollywood magic to make it sound like it's hitting really hard. And these sounded more like slaps, which is what punches sound like in real life. But, you know, you know, punches, they sound like slaps. They don't sound like the goosh that you get from, like, Hollywood magic. Um, but there, there was like an extended part in this where, where that sounded real to me. And I mm-hmm. liked that. I thought that was, I appreciated that. Yeah. There was a couple of times where it's like, you know, Jackie would be fighting and it would look like he was just like flailing and giving it his all. And then like a foot would come into frame and kick him in the face. Yeah. I'm like, that looked like it hurt. Oof. Like there's just really no way to slice it where even if he was totally faking and, and like, you know, knowing that it was going to happen, it still looked like he just got like 
kicked to the side of the frame and like fell on some sugar glass. Oof. And is sugar glass really that breakable? I mean, it looks like real glass. So I know it's supposed to shatter better, but I w- listened to an interview with our favorite director, Ron Howard, once, Mr. Vanilla. And he was talking about how when he was a kid, because his father was in show business, his okay. like SAG card was like member number six or something. <laughs> wow. But he was on the set with some movie with Yul Brenner. And Yul Brenner like sat him on his lap and like showed him a shot glass that was made out of sugar glass, because like in whatever movie it was, Yul Brenner was supposed to break it. And he took the shot glass and bit into it and showed him like, this is movies. This is like it's all fake. Like we're just creating this world it's all imaginary and like yeah bit into this like shot glass and just like chewed it up so it's like i know that like sugar glass is like at least supposed to be like so fragile that like you couldn't hurt yourself even if you tried Mm -hmm. because like yul brenner was chewing on it and was fine but i guess when you double the thickness it becomes pretty hard and like even though it's super breakable like, it still creates, like, problems to, like, you actually have to, like, use some muscle to break it. Or and like, it looked like it was breaking off in sharp pieces. Yeah, th- there was definitely the time where uh, Selena was, like, thrown into it. I was like, she looks like she was stabbed. Yeah, because it's like she's thrown into it against a wall. Uh, so, like, there's definitely, like, sugar shards between her back and the wall she's being thrown into. And I'm like, wouldn't you get a little bit of stabbing, like splinters of sugar splinters of some sort? But I guess maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know she's acting too, but it was just like... Well, there was like one scene where like Jackie gets hit and his face goes into it. And like, you see it from like inside the pane that like where the glasses break. I'm like, even if I knew that it was breakable... It's still solid enough to, like, it only breaks in that circle. Like, it's not like the whole thing shatters. So it's got to be strong enough that the glass itself will maintain its integrity except for where it's being hit. And even Jackie's face looks a little pained. It's not like he closes his eyes, gets hit, and then knocked into it. It's like he gets hit and then, like, doesn't close his eyes until he makes contact with the glass. Yeah, they slow that shot down, too. So, like, you see the whole thing. They make sure that you see that one. Oof. But the mall sequence has some of the, like, most notable stunt pieces in it. Like, outside of the thousands upon thousands of pieces of broken glass, he gets, like, pushed over a railing at one point. He falls a good 30 feet. Like, it looks like a lot. It's like, like, you're in a mall. It's a full story, like, in a mall. And... Lands on his back. Crashes, like, through this, like, wood, like... I don't know what you want to call it. Like it's like a gazebo. It's like a yeah. Christmas gazebo or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that that's a good way to put it. And just yeah, crashes through, lands on his back, and then gets up and starts walking. I know, but you can kind of see him pain- <laughs> wincing a little, a little bit. bit. He's in like, pain, yeah. okay, here we go. There's one guy that falls in between like the escalators, which is like a big yeah. fear of mine. Oh, he really? Just, yeah, he just goes because I don't know if you ever walked up like a really long stairwell or something you're like 10 stories up and you just look in between the like switchbacks and you see all the way down to the bottom you're like i'm really high up Mm -hmm. um this that's what happens here but it's like between escalators and it's just wide enough for a body to just fall down several several stories and it just looks like it hurts so bad yeah we have to okay so 
We have to talk about May. We haven't talked about May yet. His girlfriend? Yeah. I mean... Are they going to make it? <laughs> uh, so May is played by Bridget Lynn. She was the girl in a Chunking Express. No way. Yeah. Wow, okay. And Selena's Maggie Chung, who's like in the mood for love and like been in like a tons of tons of other movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recognize her. Yeah, I mean, as far as like useless women in action movies go, <laughs> these are particularly useless women. <laughs> uh, I mean, Selena's like useless to the point of like being a hindrance. But she shows up for a minute and like hits, uh, gets a baseball bat at one point to like stop Jackie Chan from she getting just like strangled. The bad guys enough, long enough. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, not great though. I'm just I'm agreeing with you. No, I I felt like both cuz like May was just a distraction. Like I don't even think Jackie liked her that much. See, here's my thing. I just kept watching it. So it starts off first time we're introduced to May is to she, there's like a surprise birthday party for him and he's bringing back Selena and so she gets upset. And that's when we're introduced to her. She's she's already pissed off at him. Which is like halfway into the movie. Yeah, and it's totally understandable. You're like, yeah, you should be. And this is weird. But she shows up for his court date. She's there for him. Stands by her man. He almost gets her run over by a car. Which mm-hmm. He's like, hold this car that doesn't have a brake for a minute. And she stops and like she almost gets run over by that. He like involves her with the case when like the this like briefcase the MacGuffin you're talking about falls to the floor. He's like, "Go get it, go get it!" And when she does, she gets, she gets beat kicked up. down the stairs yeah. by the mob bosses. I I would break up <laughs> if I was me. I'd be like, <laughs> "That's you know a what? deal breaker." This is not fucking worth it anymore. <laughs> like I don't know. I was I was a real sympathizer with me <laughs> in this movie. Like he's not worth it, girl. So do you think they're gonna make it then? No, God. I mean. <laughs> Unless she's a real, like, glutton for punishment. I would just... You gotta go, May. You gotta leave him. Also, like, watching the movie, like, if May wasn't in it, you'd think, oh, he's destined to be with Selena. Yeah. I thought that's what was gonna happen. And, I don't know, it was it was a little odd. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the movie doesn't quite answer that question. Or, like, I don't think the movie cares enough about the women yeah. <laughs> to uh, uh, make Jackie choose one or the other. I mean, it's a way of making the the big bad guy seem really bad because I think he's the one who actually pushes her down the stairs. Yeah. But it's like it would have been. <laughs> I mean, you could have sugarcoated it a little bit by having her have a slapstick moment or something where she actually like I throws don't know. a pie in the the mob boss's face. Yeah. Or I don't know, have her like hurt herself, but have it be a funny hurt mm. so that like when she's actually hurt, it like softens the she's blow. Like, but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, we just like, we see her get hurt and they're like, oh, that's not fun. No, I look real bad. I'm just like, like May, get out now. <laughs> like I feel bad for her. It's only downhill from here, man. Yeah. Like he's not worth it. Also, it's like, he's like shit. He's lying to her constantly. Like get out, May. Get out. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I I know we were talking about action sequences before I brought up May because we didn't even talk about the craziest one where he like slides down the pole, which was done one shot, no rehearsals, and it was the lights were supposed to be plugged into some like low voltage battery so like he could spark them out and like not cause a problem, but like they were just plugged into a normal outlet and he 100% like electrocuted himself and like got burns all over his hands. Which is crazy, because, like, he goes through all those lights, all those sparks, through the glass, onto, like, another, like, wooden gazebo, 
And you can see him get up and like walk away, but it was like probably to like the gurney to like take him to the hospital. He's bleeding somewhere after that. Like his hands were just like burnt to a crisp, I guess, going down that thing. And they show it three times. Yeah. (laughs) They're just like, hey, everybody, here's the big stunt. Like, and it's great. It's really impressive. Yeah. But, uh, whew. One of the stunts, not that one. It might have been the one where, like, he throws himself, like, over the railing onto the Christmas gazebo. But one, he landed and, like, didn't get up. And they showed in the end credits of, like, him being taken out on a gurney and, like, people, like, fanning him off and stuff like that. Like, he landed and didn't get up and wasn't breathing. And it's like, what did they do? They got him back up and running and he did it again. I mean, your earlier invocation of Jackass is not. Like far from the mark. Yeah. Like, the stuff they're doing here, they're really getting hurt. You're watching somebody really getting hurt for laughs. Uh-huh. And thrills. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like he did this movie and was like, all right, I'm retiring. Like, he still did his own stunts like all the way through like the rest of his career. Like he's still making movies. It's crazy. I mean, narratively, story-wise, the movie doesn't break new grounds, but like in terms of stunt work, if you appreciate that at all as a craft, or just can acknowledge like what it looks like when someone really gets hit or really gets hurt, like this movie has something for you to appreciate. through a uh, sugar glass coffee table that I've made uh, real fast, okay? <gasps> Do I need to call 911 or are you okay? Uh, no, I'm eating the sugar. Oh. Uh, and the diabetes hasn't kicked in yet. Wait, don't don't need it. I want some. Um, I guess I gotta ask. What does a pretentious artist boy have for us next week? Next week is a special week for us. In a lot of ways. A- it's our first time having guests on twice in one season. B, it's a movie we've talked about and talked around, but never done for the podcast. Okay. We're doing a repeat favorite director, and we're doing a gay movie. Are we talking about Flawless? No, 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 no. no. We're talking about cruising, and we're talking about it with those rascals at the Gayish Podcast. The movie cruising. Yes. Oh. Fantastic. We'll be uh we'll be talking about gay cruising on their podcast to follow. But uh for our purposes here, we're talking about William Friedkin's gay S and M exploitation movie cruising. Yeah. Have you I, seen it before? No, I haven't actually. Uh, well, okay. I've seen it at Pony with the sound off. That so just I, makes it sound like you masturbated to it. Well, I didn't. Which I not. You don't have to say one way or the other. Yeah, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> but um, I'm excited to actually watch it with the sound on. We'll have lots to talk about. Let's just say that. Like, Great. It, it's it's not a a shallow film. I guess we should say. Mm-hmm, so those mm-hmm. guys are a lot of fun to hang out with because they get drunker than I do, which is a rarity in these parts. <laughs> I think we can outdo them. Oh, really? Let's try. Oh, all right. <laughs> Should we plug our junk at the fuck out of here? Oh, yeah. 
follow us on Twitter at X Rated Movies. We follow porn stars now, apparently. Oh, is that true? Well, or somebody's posting naked pictures of themselves. I noticed that. I just assumed that you were like, mm, I like this. Person. No, that was you. <laughs> what? What? What makes you think it was me? I follow celebrities. Uh, that is not and true. And Muppets. Thank you very much. Hey, you, listener, have you gone to Apple Podcasts and left us a review or stars yet? If not, please do. We love it when you do. It really helps get the word out about us and, uh, you know, spreads the word. Or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. If you could leave us love at any of those places, that'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook at Rated X Movies. If you want to contact us directly, x.rated.movies at gmail.com. And, of course, go to our site, xratedmovies.com. So much fun stuff going on there. And, uh, yeah, keeping up the keeping the feed up to date is, like, my one task in this podcast that I adhere to. And other than showing up every Monday to actually talk about stuff, that's my other task. Well, and technically I show up here. <laughs> But, uh, we, you know, we love doing this, and uh, we love hearing from you because that's why we do this. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see you next week along with the Gayish Podcast for uh, William Friedkin's Cruisin'. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.